Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s. On KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. Good afternoon, Los Angeles. It, if this is L Los Angeles, it must be Friday. Yo, yo, Friday. Yeah. Go bless Friday. We're going to finish up our topic yesterday. Uh, topic we talked about the Temple of God. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about channeling today. Channeling either your spirit guide, your higher selves, or both. And certain techniques that I personally use, because people are not aware that I involve conscious channeling with this show, with my partner Helen, which many people know as she. Okay, we have some open lines. If you have comments on yesterday's topic or any topic, astrologically or metaphysically speaking, if you would like to find out what your sapien symbols are, as far as your exact degree of rising, and it will be very difficult to get in. Actually, the people that get in the first, people that grab those open lines, are confirmed to get on the air with me during any one show. If you forget to grab the line, then you might not be on with me. So call now, and oh, the lines are ringing for me in my show. Okay. I feel kind of daffy. <laughs> I'm having a Jupiter opposed moon and a Saturn opposed Venus, a Uranus opposed Uranus, and Neptune square Neptune. So let me get my head on straight, straight here. Okay, I'm excited about a lot of things. Willow's finally out, so I'm going to go see that tonight. And the Lakers are going to have their revenge on Saturday. My friend John Bauer called up and said, well, there's no way the Lakers are going to win on Saturday night. You know, all their charts are lit down. Well, I have faith. You know, Magic's a Leo, Kareem's an Aries. These guys have been embarrassed, and they're upset. It's kind of like Rambo Part 4. You know, if the Lakers lose on Saturday, maybe they just, it's an ego thing where they feel they've probably won enough championships. But the one thing I would like you all to be aware of is that Magic Johnson has Venus in Virgo and Jupiter in Taurus is exactly trying it right now. And uh, he has a Venus trying Saturn, and Jupiter in Taurus is grand trying his Saturn Venus. So at least Magic's chart is lit up. So I will root for the Lakers, even though Utah appears to be a team of destiny. What the heck, Cinderella was at the ball, too. Let's finish this topic yesterday on the Temple of God. Uh, there was one major area I neglected to talk about, and uh, besides drugs and alcohol and sugar and salt and vegetables and fruits and other things we may consume, we also eat meat, a lot of us. And uh, recognizing that the body is temple of the soul, and in that way because the soul is part and parcel a terminal of the God force here in this dimension, Actually, the body uh, is also a temple of God. Now, what we do is when we eat meat, especially those of you that like rare meat or rare beef, you know, close to just near dead, it's like almost eating a sacrifice or taking a sacrifice unto your body. That's why, isn't it funny that during lots of business meetings and lots of celebrations, you know, we'll all sit down, somebody will get married, and everybody will sacrifice a chicken or a fish into their bodies and sanctify or whatever the marriage that way. And sometimes when we eat, we're not aware of what we're thinking of. Many of us will eat because we are frustrated or insecure or lonely or feeling uh, remorse or anxiety or fear. And so we'll go out and have a hamburger or go ahead and have some ribs. And what you're doing is actually you're sacrificing these animals into your body, these dead animals into your body, 
And because there is, because life is sacred, when you do sacrifice living a formerly living entity into your body, then frankly, whatever you are thinking or believing at that moment can become sanctified or what you call signaled to manifest that more strongly. Now, hence the reason why a lot of people who will eat meat and beef and drink coffee at the same time and also smoke cigarettes or pot afterwards, wow, talk about throwing some trash into this body, right? is no wonder that these people develop these diseases like heart diseases and lung cancer and all kinds of bone cancer, blood cancer, and all kinds of problems in the body because when they do eat a lot of meat especially, and if they are under the wrong stress patterns, especially when they're eating, see, I believe that what you think, what you feel, and what you say will become manifest. But if you add a sacrifice as far as a dead animal is concerned to your body while you're thinking these things, then I believe it will become that much more manifest. It's like uh, casting a spell on your life. That is why, if you're wondering why a lot of people are miserable, many reasons are because they are heavy meat eaters. And oftentimes you also absorb the consciousness of the animal you digest, and that's why there's sometimes so much fear involved in life after you do digest an animal or two or three or four. It's sad that society is geared to condition us to digest these animals. If you think about all the billions and trillions of dollars spent on television, radio, newspaper, and magazine advertising promoting carnivorous appetites and behavior, if you think about that, then it's staggering. It's appalling how much money is spent to sell meat-eating to the public. And once again, I reiterate that what the age of Aquarius is all about is an age where a new consciousness will come upon this planet and the body will be restored as the temple of God or the temple of the soul. And I think one of the top priorities of the new age uh, era will be a clarity, which will actually present this issue to us in clear form, the fact that body is temple of the soul, and uh, also that the body is charged by the universe at birth, which is the astrological effect. And this is, of course, our illusion of separation or the uniqueness that we have chosen to participate in this dimension. And at the same time, that we will become blatantly aware and obvious as we move, especially into the 21st century, that whatever we do put into this body, especially meaning food and drink, with an emphasis on fresh, pure water, juice, and wholesome food, nutritious foods, proteins that are not meat-based, right, but proteins, whole grains, and rice and such as that, where you will treat your body more with respect as far as the stress you lay upon it, the items that you consume, and also any foreign elements like chemicals or drugs or alcohol that you might consider putting into it. So, you know, I kind of see behavior in general, okay? Like, I think part of the mission to peace and freedom on this planet is freeing this planet of all the dark entities, uh, the discarnate beings that are leached onto us through our poor living habits and conditions that allow ourselves and our chakras to be vulnerable to these entities, right? And at the same time, because of this reason, we, of course, gain certain behavioral patterns that are not spiritual and that are not actually positive or for the good of the people or even ourselves, right? So I do see actually an abolition of disease and an abolition of uh, actually things like alcoholism and drug addiction in the new age. Of course, you will always have those elements that will try to inspire poisoning the human body to, once again, to move the population away from the priorities of spirit. That is something that is pretty predominant throughout history, where even on Atlantis, 
where they did have a very pure civilization, there were elements that wished to change that and to regain power over the people instead of placing the power in the people, which is where the God spirit lies, trying once again to make the people believe that the power lies outside of themselves and outside of their bodies, and therefore that they have to search for truth and power. And then you can control these lambs, these sheep-type people, right, these elements of people who think that they must seek outside of the body. So meat-eating, just to finalize yesterday's topic, eating meat and sacrificing the dead animals into our bodies, depending on what we believe or think are the stress we're under at the time, will also have a great deal to do with the state of our bodies and the state of our health and the balance in the chakra systems. I want to talk to you about that. Now, also, I wanted to talk a little bit about channeling, because along those lines of demonic possession and entity interference, a lot of people believe that they are channeling spirits from the other side. Now, frankly, even though some of these discarnate beings that we talked about in yesterday's topic, beings that do not accept the option of going into the light and therefore miss out or bypass the reincarnation cycle, those beings that are in a poltergeist state or in a uh, discarnate state, non-physical, they still have their astral bodies and their chakras, so they can participate on this planet through our chakras by what we call a chakra meld, or joining of the chakras, if we allow them to meld with us. Now, a lot of these beings, they miss the light not only by accident or not only intentionally, but also purposely, because some of these creatures, some of these entities uh, don't want to participate in the reincarnation cycle, and they're very wise, smart beings. So you might label these beings more as demons. Now, these are the ones that, through biblical history and historical history, are more than just discarnate beings that would be drug addicts or alcoholics. These are wise entities that intentionally miss the light to stay in the limbo plane and kind of rule there and literally try to dominate or overtake us. So this would be, if somebody actually got possessed by a being like this, then that would definitely be a demonic possession. Now, the danger involved with a lot of this New Age channeling that if you're not into a pure lifestyle, if you don't drink fresh water and fresh juice, if you don't have a low-sugar diet, if you're not into avoidance of caffeine, alcohol, and drugs, including prescription drugs, if you're not into learning how to meditate and create a higher form of sacred sanctity and sanctuary in your soul and in your body, and if you're not into knowing about constant chakra protection, prayer, and meditation to reaffirm the God force, if you play around with channeling, then there is a chance because these beings, these wise beings that we will refer to as demons that are trapped in the limbo plane are a lot closer to you as far as reaching you and using you as an implement of their own uses, right? Much more so than an angelic being or an angelic entity that would be beyond the limbo in the Akashic planes that you might call your spirit guides or beings that stay with you that are trying to help you and aid you. So a lot of people have spirit guides and some people that are still under negative life patterns where they are having a lot of problems in their life, more than just astrological influences, their health is not where it should be, right? Or possibly they might notice that there is a constant pattern in their life that is negative, and these are people that might think that they're channeling. Instead of channeling a higher spirit or a spirit guide or even their higher selves, what they are really channeling is one of these wise entities caught in limbo playing, which is a demon. So therefore, I also notice some of these channelers are real cute in being able to channel five, six, seven, eight, even nine or ten entities. There's this nice girl I know in the valley that is kind of interesting in that area where I sure hope they're all angelic entities, you know, because there's a lot of weird personalities coming through that one person. I like to think that Dr. Peebles, Thomas Jacobson, for example, would be a blessed entity 
and an entity that would be of God force and kind, positive affirmation from the higher realms, you might say, why is that, Farley? Well, notice that Dr. Peebles is constantly referring to God. Uh, when Tom channels, you know, that God blessed you, and God bless you, Dr. Peebles, and God bless you, who's ever calling it. This is not the type of behavior that a negative entity or a demon entity would refer to. So that's why whenever dealing with a channel medium or someone that professes to channel, when they do use holy sacraments to get into their meditation, and they are into chakra protection like Thomas Jacobson is, for example, somebody who has channeled for me, and someone who followed me on KFOX for a while on Wednesdays, these are people that I would refer to more as authentic channels. Now, if you decide you want to get into channeling for any reason, or if you think you already are channeling, then to find out whether you are channeling a positive or a negative spirit, perhaps you better seek some advice or counsel from somebody, and also uh, make sure that this person is a holy, sacred spirit from a higher level and not one of these wise demons from the limbo plane that has attached itself from its chakras and literally possessed you. When I channel, what I am literally channeling is my higher self. I have an assistant or a midwife in the higher plane who I refer to as Helen, which literally plugs in my conscious mind to my higher mind. So instead of channeling actually another entity, what you hear when you listen to this radio show is a combination of my higher mind being midwife to my conscious mind by my guide, and then it's kind of like it plugs in and then it comes out with a fluidity, of course, using my brain and the memories in my brain to deliver this show. So not everything that comes across on this show, for example, would come 100% from the higher plane. A lot of it is biased from Farley's personal memories and thoughts. And, and even though my higher mind and my guides would prefer to come through with a pure, clear channel, it's very difficult to do that. And of course, because I am in constant prayer and meditation to God and to the God force and constantly aware of my chakras and keeping them open and protected, and because I am into an avoidance behavior of drugs and alcohol and very low meat consumption, I am able to follow certain of these rules to protect myself. Now, people that are more subject to channeling their higher self or channeling their guides, if you so believe that you actually will channel your guide, I personally believe that channeling is a relationship between the conscious mind, the intuitive mind, and the higher self that a guide will assist. Obviously, in Tom Jacobson's area, a Dr. Peebles actually comes in and takes over. So even though it's channeling, it is more like a possession also because it is the form of another entity using Tom Jacobson's body. So that's my opinion, though. So if Tom's listening, Tom knows I love him and that he can always call the show and explain it in more detail or even come on the show and explain it in more detail. Or you can call him if you know where he is. But, but anyway, I do find that channeling can be very dangerous and it is something that you should look further into and that the limbo plane and the higher levels are filled with millions and billions of entities, souls, sparks of God in different conscious forms and that we do find out that there is a lot more than meets the eye as far as real life is concerned or unreal life beyond this plane. So before you get into channeling, like I said, you must get into meditation, prayer, chakra control, and protection, and be able to sanctify and create your body and create sanctuary in your body, respected as a temple of your soul, and therefore your higher self will be more comfortable in trying to come through. And at the same time, uh, dark entities or disemboweled entities or demon entities, wise demons, from the limbo plane will not have access to use your body or to plug into your body or to use your chakras. And uh, that's why it is such an important process. All right, Southern California. My name is Farley Malaris. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, also known as the Astrology Hour, here weekdays at 12 noon to 1 o'clock, offering a variety of New Age, metaphysical, open-minded topics, never really sustaining any bottom lines. This show is dedicated to the search 
for open-mindedness and further truth. So it is an open forum. I am always interested in other people's opinions. All right, so let's continue a little bit more with Temple of God Part 2 here, talking about the body as vehicle for the human soul, which is the God particle which resides on Earth here in this dimension during any particular life cycle that goes through a reincarnation process of a better life experience if the karma is absolved and dharmic forces are created or deeds are done, more selfless behavior, or the karma is compounded and more of a suffering is created in the current life cycle if the being is more selfish and negative in its approach to life and opens itself up to negative entity interference from the limbo plane. We talked about yesterday how when people die, they are given the option to go into the light. The option does not remain there for long. If they don't take that option, they are trapped in a limbo state a non-physical state here with us on Earth, and they can actually participate with us in our Earth lives by leeching on to our chakras, any one of our chakras, from the root, the spleen, the crown, the brow, the stomach, or the heart chakra, any of those, at the same time creating negative health ailments. So it's real important to be aware of your bodies, of your chakras, and to protect yourself by retaining a spiritual priority, a God priority. That is why meditation and prayer and affirmation of your God self confirmation of fame and protection of your aura, uh, picturing yourself in a snowball of white light at all times is absolutely necessary to also protect yourself from negative entity influence, also a sober lifestyle, because we are impelled to drink alcohol, take drugs, shoot cocaine or snort it, smoke crack, or actually smoke pot, any of that stuff, right? Many times because we are encouraged to do so by these dark drug and alcohol entities that have died from these diseases that leach onto us and use our bodies so they can experience the same effect, the same intoxicating effect from what they died from. They are definitely detracted away from the spirit and to the obsession of the illusion of the material. Well, you know, frankly, people that have the Pisces factor in their chart, whether it means Pisces planets or planets placed in the 12th house, or if you have the planet Neptune in your chart, as we all do, we all have a Pisces factor, every one of us has a Pisces factor, because of Neptune, and depending on what house and sign Neptune is in is in your chart and how it is aspected. If you have a Neptune in your chart with a square or an opposition more than one or even one, then you are built be more subject or prone to an entity interference. I hate to tell you this, but almost everyone is subject to entity interference average of about six to twelve entities per person. Even a priest or the Pope, believe it or not, would be subject to this kind of thing. In my opinion, of course, I'm not saying that's for sure. But in the studies that I have made with my friend Dr. Charles Whitehouse, he has confirmed entity interference. He uses this magnificent crystal machine to analyze people with by looking at their pictures. It's a very metaphysical process. And we have just found all kinds of interference that totally changes when this entity interference is removed. He just informed me recently that I am clear, which I am very happy about. I feel clear, too. Now, at the same time, no matter how your Neptune is aspected, there will be those of you that will have Pisces planets, and those of you that have planets in the 12th house, and that will make you that much more sensitive and or possibly vulnerable or more even qualified to be that much more spiritual, spiritually evolved, or what we call into a sacred sanctification of your life. See, some people with Pisces factors that are predominant in their charts, if they don't escape into drugs and alcohol, then they will always use God as a major avenue of resolution and absolution of their problems and, and help strengthen their lives and fortify their chakras even without knowing it, see? And then some of you in the second area, second most sensitive area would be cancer factor, right? The moon, squares and oppositions to the moon. I have four squares on my moon, right? A lot of people with afflicted moons like that are prone 
to escapist behavior patterns. And like I say, if you're subjected to the conditioning and the cultural effects of society, and you do go to the bar and get that drink or smoke that pot or snort that Coke, then that would be because you are afraid to face up to your feelings and to work them out and absolve them. So hence the cancer factor or the moon, which is under stress, will also force us to run away from dealing with things and working them out. And then getting intoxicated once again, even one time, will open you up to a leech manifestation from the other side. Let me tell you something. When people get high on the earth plane, these dark negative entities in limbo, they sense that. And they swarm to you like bees. So even getting stoned one time can create an, a mass swarm of dark entities that will stay with you until they are removed. That's right. My friend Dr. Whitehouse, when he clears people, he always tells them, well, don't do it again. Don't have a setback and smoke a joiner or get high on good Colombian or good Coke because you will compound the problem even worse. Because now that you're a cleared vehicle, then they will see you almost as virgin. <laughs> Talk about rape. You know, you might double up the, on the entities that you might have had before because some dominant entities will actually try to keep others away because they'll prefer draining your body and get most of the juice out of it. And this way, you know, you can pick up 10 to 16 or 20 on even one intoxication. That's why it's important to re-sanctify your spirit and protect your body at all times. And then the next factor, you know, besides the, the moon, of course, any cancer planets or planets in the fourth house under affliction would be that escapist behavior possible. And then Pluto, the Scorpio factor, right? Afflicted Pluto with squares and oppositions on it. Inability to transform and let go, peel away that ego, learn some humility. The metamorphosis factor and the Scorpio factor, of course, is hiding things in or trying to lock them in the closet. Secrets that can hurt you, that you will keep away from, that compound and come back and act as stress, that can release anxiety and temper tantrum explosions that may be more than your own personality coming out, if you know what I mean. With that, we're ready to go to the phones, and let's go to Brenda first on line five, and how are you? Oh, I'm fine, Farley. Thank you. I really enjoyed your topic for the last two days. I understand because my Pisces moon is in opposition with my Pluto, so, oh, I understand it totally. But I have a general question. I won't be around on Monday, and I think it sort of ties in with your topic. I understand that retrograde planets symbolize the turning back of the libido and, like, from the conscious to the unconscious. And can that, like some retrograde planets in your natal chart, have a lot to do with what you're talking about? Well, you mean one too many retrogrades? Yeah. yeah I, well, you know, yeah, retrograde planets can kind of inhibit a person. Uh-huh. And like water planets, Pisces, Scorpio, or Cancer, or like the moon, Pluto, or Neptune in the chart, you're right. One too many retrogrades can also open you up to being vulnerable if you don't feel your God power. See? A lot of the problem with people that are subjected to entity interference are not aware of their God's power. Like fundamentalist religion, a lot of times will teach people to seek God in the church or outside of their own bodies. They feel like there's a ghost in the house. Instead of invoking the power of Christ or the power of God themselves, they will run to their priest or rabbi or minister and say, gosh, I need help. Give me a prayer or give me a sanctification or absolve me of my sins. When my metaphysical philosophy believes that you can absolve the karma yourself in your own meditation, And that is why it is so important for all of us to reaffirm this monolith of strength and power, this omniscience, this omnipresence, this omnipotence that resides in all of our hearts and minds and souls that would eventually strengthen humanity tremendously so. And people with retrograde planets obviously can be a a tad more insecure and a tad more vulnerable because of that. So that's a good point. Oh, okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Bill on line one now, who is a first-time caller, a Libra from 1950. 
Yo, Mr. Bill. Hey, Farley, what a wonderful topic today. Oh, Mr. Bill, help! <laughs> hey, that's right. I bet. So you like the show, then? Absolutely, and I was trying to get in a few days ago. I wasn't able to. I said goodbye to you at the end of the show and so forth, but it must have been meant to be for today's show. Boy, you are really a high teacher with this chart, Bill. Uh, thanks. I don't know that much about my chart yet, and we'll get into that, but I had a couple comments. I am a channel. Okay. And I channel my highest spiritual guide. This is great. I wanted to reaffirm throughout your airways that a high spiritual guide does not tell fortune. Aha. Uh -huh. They do not do that. Interesting. They guide you. All right. So far, what did they guide me to? What, what do, do, you, do you practice some of the sanctification methods that I was talking about on the air today? All of them. Aha. Uh -huh. So now the fact that you channel this high spiritual guide, how did you know that? What confirmed that? I called Dr. People. Oh, and he taught you. Well, no, he told me I was doing it. It just came over me one day. Mm-hmm. Within 30 days, guess what? I threw away all my marijuana. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I just threw away my beer, too. Oh, wow. That's, that's incredible. I live a normal lifestyle now. So that's a great thing for people to know. High spirit guides do not read fortunes. What they do is they offer guidance. They offer love and guidance. It's from the realm of love and light. Okay. And, uh... They can be channels, too, to higher angelic forms. Amazing. And uh, sometimes I do that. And on occasion, as in one time, I, uh, I was able to channel my soul, and that was the most interesting thing. Whoa. <laughs> Talk about light shimmers. Yeah. And yeah, well, that, I think the purpose of my life is to offer guidance. You know, some people, if they ever try to accuse me of being a fortune teller, whoa, do I take offense of that. People said I've been a channel for dozens and dozens of lives. That's tremendous. Well, thank you for that addition. I appreciate that. Did you tell me anything about astrology as far as my chart is going on? I know it's on the way, but what insight can you give me for Well, as a Libra, you are loaded with Mars in Sagittarius, complementing your Venus in Libra, your Mercury in Libra, and your Sun in Libra, and you have Jupiter in Aquarius. You have the classic New Age Consular chart. You also have Neptune in Libra, conjunct Venus, which would confirm your channeling because that would be a very high spiritual aspect in astrology. Venus in eclipse to Neptune in Libra. They're both sextile Pluto and Leo, and they're both sextile Mars and Sag. So you have Leo, Libra, Sag that I have in my chart, which seems to run predominant with lots of New Age counselors and guides and heralds. Congratulations. I think you have a Capricorn moon, too. So there's a great sense of humor buried in there and, and somebody that wants... <laughs> My guy tells jokes of a wonderful nature. Okay, well, thanks, Bill. Well, thank you, Farley, and now I'll be ordering this show. Okay. Hey, hang in there. Bye-bye. By the way, Lakers going to win by two. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> we'll test your guide now, Bill. No fortune telling. Let's go to Carol on line two now. A Sag with Gemini rising. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? You go, no fortune telling. Lakers win by two. I'll get you, Bill. I love it. I'm having a great time. Okay, Miss Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> we know about this Venus here. Who, who me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I had wanted to know um, the... What was my question again? The Sabian symbol. The Sabian symbol. Thank you. What degree... Now, I must be psychic. What degree is your Gemini rising? Um, 15. Wow. Dead center. Yeah. That's... There's something magical about something that's dead center, I think. The 15th degree of Gemini, the essence vibration of that degree, or your God, what we call the God cell mm -hmm. of your I am force, is the concentrative powers of mind are attempted. Power of the mind. A testing begins of new mind qualities to dispel self-delusion. Interaction desired with one in like circumstances. So we're talking about telepathy, mind control, power of the mind, telekinesis and you would go well with another person also into those things. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jackie, the Cancer 
Cap Rising, I think. Hi, Jack. Hello. Yo. Love the subject. You know, I don't quite understand all of the, what you talked about, but I've had problems since the day I've been born. <laughs> I'm not a smoker or drinker. Uh, Are you a worrier? Not really. Okay. Are you a happy person? Basically, yes, but I fight daily to stay where I am. You, do you get depressed? No. Okay. So what's your problem? You don't sound like you have any problems to me. You, you don't get depressed. You don't have... So many bad things happen to me. Well, it doesn't sound like you're bothered by them. No, but I have a son that has one lung. Mm-hmm. I have uh, diabetes since I've been born. Mm-hmm. You know, just so many things. My house burned down. Did you, did you have any traumas when you were a child? Uh, no, not really. No, no emotional upsets when you were a child? Well, you know, then it, it just could be a karmic state you're in. Maybe you are protected if you're that godly. And if you're that spiritual, then obviously you wouldn't be affected by any entity interference. But when it will it ever end? Uh, that's up to you. You know, like each person is a God particle. And for that reason, we all have the power of God. So we can manifest whatever we want. So as far as changing anyone's particular lifestyle or life cycle, sometimes it takes a forced meditation concentration period in your life. Like I suggest people even take a month, a two months, six months, or a year off and focus on spiritual, on protection, on God, and nothing else. And sometimes people are too busy to do that sort of thing. I went away for a week. I came home. My house was robbed. While I was in Tahoe, I was attacked by two girls. They stole my purse. I mean, it just never ceased to happen. Did you go and gamble in Tahoe? No. Uh huh. Maybe you bet you should find an environment of a more spiritual nature, like a mountain somewhere or a stream or somewhere in the woods where you can actually focus on your mind powers. I don't think you're exercising your power of God as much as you could. Otherwise, you wouldn't be having all these negatives affect you. I see. But you know, how can I find out in my chart where it would be? It has nothing to do with the chart, hon. We're all the same. The chart just reveals certain differences that we have, you know, as far as this life cycle goes, but we're all made up of the same clay of the same substance. Right. So every one of us can overcome the effects of the chart. The chart doesn't control you. You are God, and you have to understand that. Have you ever said, I am God to yourself? No. Maybe you should start meditating on that. Right. See how it feels, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. If you feel like a weakling, or if you are a defeatist or a fatalistic person, where you are constantly being bombarded with negativity, that in itself says something. A lot of people go through the same problems, but they're strong enough to let them bounce off because they know that third-dimensional life is an illusion. It's a hologram. And those of you that are aware of your God force and your omnipotence and your power are able to overcome these problems of trivial. A friend of mine, Michael Alcana, right before he died, he left me a very important message, basically telling me that it was all a bunch of garbage, not to take it so personal. I think the problem we have is that we take the dimension and the life cycle so personal that we keep compounding all these trivial problems. Everyone's going to have problems. If you're spiritual, you'll be able to handle them and just let them bounce off. Of course, it might not work for everybody because I don't know what the history of your soul is, so I don't know what you've been through. God knows what Adolf Hitler might go through, right? All right, let's go to Maria now on line 4, May 23rd at Gemini and 56. Hi, Maria. Hi. How are you, Farley? Heavy show today. I've been a long-time listener, but I'm not a subscriber. Oh, Maria. What? It's my first time calling. Yeah. I'm very, very impressed with everything you have to say. It's, there's so much of it. But I think mainly what I want to um, maybe have an idea of what my chart might look like, if you can give me an idea. 
Well, you're a Gemini with a Scorpio moon, so your emotions run deep, and they are extreme. It's like a love-hate type thing. Oh. Okay. And you have Mercury retrograde in your chart in Gemini, so you might be naturally nervous, a little insecure when it comes to speaking. It might have been hard for you to call me. Yes, it was. You have Venus in Cancer, so you, there's a side of you that's very tender and needs nurturing and very much into emotions and sharing and tenderness, like I said. And then Mars in Aquarius is a cold side to you. It's a very mental, intellectual side to you when it comes to men in relationships. Communication and patience could be very important because if you're Mars and Aquarius, you like different kinds of men. Sometimes the type of men you might attract to you may not be the best for you. It's like passing on the good ones and sticking with ones that are wrong for you. Oh, well, I have been married for 13 years. Amazing. Wow. Must be a very interesting marriage. Yes, it is. It goes uh, on, on its birth, you know, from interesting to dull. Okay. To... <laughs> that was the next thing I was going to say. You do have Neptune trying your Mars in Libra, which would show a possible marriage. And with Mars opposed Jupiter, there's probably an interesting battle or two occasionally. <laughs> so your husband must be very unique. And I think you have a really interesting chart you should send for it, okay? Yeah, I think I'm looking forward to doing that. I've, and I will enjoy um, co or continue listening to your show because I enjoy it so much. Thank you. Have a good Thanks day. Thanks for being here. All right. Bye. Bye. Let's go to Rose now, line six, who is the Aquarius Scorpio rising. Hi. Hi, Farley. Yo, what can we do for your little Libra moon today? <laughs> Could I please have a general scan of what's going on right now? Now, what degree is your Libra moon? Seven. Hmm. So you just went through a taste of Saturn square your moon, and Uranus squared. Have you been feeling a bit edgy lately? Extremely. Have you been crying? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. It's a dumping time for you. Relationships right now are something you must be careful with because you may take them a lot more personal than normal. So for that reason, you could be subject to being hurt if you do take them too personal. At the same time, you might have went through some kind of breakup in your life or change in your life this last few weeks, actually even uh, this week. I did. Could have cost you some money or some, some feelings there. Feelings. And I think that things will get better for you as long as you let go of certain things that are anchoring you right now. Okay? Well, that's interesting I'm thinking of moving. Well, that might be a new beginning. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go and talk to Marie now, the double Pisces. Hi, Marie. Hi. I really enjoyed your program, Farley, and I like your positive post things. I have a burning question. A burning question. <laughs> I want to change my career to be a teacher, and I don't know whether this year or next year would be more propitious. It's be in September. I gotta know. Uh -huh. What degree is your Pisces rising? Oh dear, where where is it on? The it's it's where the nine would be on the clock face. Okay, nine o'clock. Well, why do I see three o'clock? On the far left side is where the nine would be, right? Okay. And it's at the end of the asterisk. It should say PI, and there'll be a couple numbers above it, and that's what I want. Ten. Ten PI? Yeah. Okay. So let's see. All right. So you have Saturn and Uranus playing around in your tenth house. So it's karma time for your career. Wow. You have nothing to go on here. It's a very difficult choice. And you are shown a lot of changes. And even if you change this year and next year, you are still shown, once again, a another one. Uh -huh. So, like, uh, your career is pretty much like a milkshake. You know, it's, <laughs> it's rolling around in there. And what you should do is go with your gut. You know, if you feel like you want to change now, be prepared for two or three more career options coming up in the next 18 months. This is one of the more karmic times of your life facing you in career, okay? I've been doing the same thing for 20 years. Yeah, well, you know, what I always say 
If you don't like what you're doing, meditate and create something new in your own mind. Okay. Depend, no matter what you have in your chart, you got to get into your higher self, your intuitive mind, and see what else you're qualified to do and manifest it. Okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Linda, 122253, Leo Rising. Hello. Hi, Farley. What an exciting show you have. Hey, LB. All my patients listen to you on Tuesday and Wednesday at 12. What kind of patients are they? Uh, my dental patients. I'm a hygienist. You are? Hi, everybody. They're probably listening. Anyway. And they I'm sit there and they go, why is she forcing us to listen oh, to no, this? They love it. They love it. All they, right. They get turned on to you, so I really like it. They you know, forward to it on their recap. They go, oh, good. You've got Farley on. That's real nice yeah. that you do that. Yeah. I love you for that. It's really fun. Are they listening right now? I'm sure some of them are, yeah. Hey, Peanut Gallery. See, she's not working. She's on the phone with me. <laughs> Actually, she just picked the <laughs> phone up. I want you to floss today. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Really? <laughs> our our motto, motto is floss till it bleeds. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Okay, I'm calling today because I want to know, do you see a serious health aspect for me? I'm going to the doctor today. Do you have some pain? Yeah. In your gut? Yeah. Lower gut? Yeah. Oh, poor puppy. Let me give you a bolt of energy there to heal that. Have you been eating meat? Uh, not lately, no. Okay. Ha have you been drinking coffee? Uh, maybe one a cup a week. Mm, well, cut that out. That could be playing with your kidney and your liver and spleen area. Am I, I'm not a doctor, but that's what I'm feeling right now. Let's look in your house of health which is Capricorn. What degree is your Leo rising? Um, 23, I'm sorry. Okay, 23 Cap to 23 Aquarius is that health area there. And that's Saturn. Hmm. So let's see if you have anything in the house. Nothing in the house. No. It's not really that obvious in your chart that you're showing a health problem. Aha, I think I know what it is. Yes. Does this have something to do with a lost love? No. Are you in love with somebody? I met somebody last night, yeah. Okay. Are you aggravating yourself over it? No. Okay. I think that uh, you are so powerful with the Scorpio that you are capable of possibly healing yourself. Great. Okay. But just, uh, hmm, have you been exercising? Yes. Okay, that's good. You haven't been overdoing it, have you? Mm, yeah. Have you detoxed any? Um, have you no, fl flushed your system? Yeah, I, I had some colon cleanse and stuff, but not regularly. Yeah? Good. Well, it's always best to check out a symptom, but you're not showing anything critical in the chart, but who knows, okay? Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good one. Good luck. Okay. okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We'll see you real soon, weekdays on KFOX 93.5 FM in Redondo Beach at 12 noon. Have a nice day, and I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>